Today's episode of Your Cheshire Podcast is brought to you by Natural Land. Realising rural potential. Visit naturalland.co.uk Welcome to Your Cheshire Podcast. This week's episode features Tracy Miller, founder of Tots Gone Wild. It's a really fun conversation all about the session that she offers for children and parents aged between two and five years old. Tracy is so passionate about what she does and getting children and parents to connect and understand nature in a really creative way. I think you'll really enjoy this episode. Don't forget to hit subscribe to our podcast series and follow us on Instagram at Your Cheshire Podcast. Visit our website, yourcheshire.com for exclusive offers and share the link to our podcast on Facebook. Enjoy today's conversation. Hi, Tracy. How are you doing? Hi, Hi Victoria. Yeah, good, thanks. Brilliant. I'm excited to talk to you because I love everything about animals and creatures. I'm obsessed. Um, so tell, for, for the listeners' benefit, tell us what is Tots Gone Wild? Okay. Well, Tots Gone Wild is an interactive um, session that I run two to three times a week. At the, well, not at the moment because of lockdown, but um, during term time, two to three times a week. It's for two to five-year-olds with their parents. Their parents stay with them. Parents love it just as much as the children, if not more, quite frankly. Um, to be honest, I was thinking, I might have to borrow a child and come and do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> you can. You're welcome to. Um, so basically, I'm teaching them all about farming, wildlife, everything about British farming, wildlife, Um so basically they come along to the session and uh, we have a circle time uh, we all sit in a circle it's very it's very a time for them to talk a time for them to talk some if they're shy they don't have to everybody says i can you know i can talk to any child wants to talk to me so i'm really kind of like good with children um so basically yeah we just go around the circle how are we feeling today how, you know, and then we, we all have a little chat and then we'll learn about the animal of the week. So it might be my favourite subject, foxes. might be all about foxes. And then we'll do a little interactive thing about foxes, usually with piggy toys, pictures, videos, only very short videos. I tend not to use technology very often um, because I'll, I want them to be in the moment rather than, you know, using technology all the time. So then we will... That, that lasts for about 10 minutes and then we'll go off and we'll have a craft uh, which will be linked to the topic so we'll do a fox mask or we might do some painting or and then go outside and we'll go outside on an adventure we'll do some outdoor games um, even if it's raining we will go outside i'm very into going out in the rain getting wet and not being frightened of the outdoors when it's raining. Well, if we didn't do that in this country, we'd never go anywhere, would we? There's <laughs> so much rain, you've just got to keep going. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Children don't mind it, but the parents are usually the ones that have to drag outside. Yeah. <laughs> so then, yeah, we come back inside, have a little snack. Parents as well, parents have a cup of coffee or a cup of tea. Kids have some juice, water, a little healthy snack. And then we go and have some music time, story time, and then an end, end, a calm room to the session. Very, very rarely it's calm with me around, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it sounds really, really perfect. And the whole point of the session, so your motivation behind this, is it to really teach children about 
animals in a in a really like caring and nurturing, nurturing way um, to get them to understand sort of, you know, from an ant to a, to a fox, that they're important in nature and in, in our society, in life. Absolutely. You, you hit the nail on the head there, yes. Um, it's really important. Our British wildlife is so important and I think we forget about them. Um, it's not taught on the national curriculum. Um, it's, it's a big subject this week. Hedgehogs have gone onto the red list, which means they're going to become extinct if we do not look after them. Uh, I'm passionate that we look after everything from our little tiny ants, like you say, to our spiders, to our larger mammals, foxes, badgers. I'm passionate about it. I'm more than passionate. And I don't think in this country people really think about it. We forget that our gardens nowadays are so tidy and so perfect. There's nowhere for hedgehogs to sleep during the winter. There's nowhere for foxes to just roam naturally so that they can eat the slugs and all the you know, the bits and bobs in your garden. So it's important that we start at the very beginning with our children, but it's also important that I teach their parents as well because there's lots of them that really they'll go wow i didn't know that i didn't know that wow you know and they're learning just as much as the children i can imagine that and i think as well it's so important that everyone understands the the role that uh, the role that they play so if you use slug pellets for example then there isn't any food for the hedgehogs in your garden and and it's a knock on well there is food there is food for the hedgehogs but unfortunately, they'll eat that slug still. Yeah. They'll still eat that slug and that then that hedgehog will die because it's eaten a slug loaded with slug pellets. So it's so important we get the message through because our little British mammals are in trouble. Yeah, I love your passion. I, I'm obsessed with animals. If I can rescue, say I stop traffic for anything and everything I've rescued that many birds and I think when we were kids as well we rescued a little blackbird and brought it up for about six months and called it gizmo and it used to come back and visit us on it's like (laughs) I love it what I've been brought up with I'm I'm vegetarian and pretty much vegan so I'm very into animal welfare as well when I found out I was having a conversation with you I was like right this is perfect I think what you do it's amazing Um, and and like you say starting right at the beginning with children I just think that is absolutely the way I mean one thing that gets to me Tracy is just I just I love animals and nature so much and if I see any or hear any cruelty to animals it literally is like a dagger in my heart and that's why I think what you do with teaching children that may not get that kind of level of understanding about nature from their parents it's amazing yeah I think the classes really I one thing I really do within the classes is to talk about emotions and how that little creature feels and you know we even talk you know about you know we we read a book this week called hey little ant which is about a little boy who's really really mean to ants and he squishes them and it's about how the ant feels and how small he is and how the big the boy is so when we when I talk to the children we always talk about emotions how they feel about animals and how the animals feel when they're being mean or how they feel when they're being kind and so yeah there's a lot can be brought in from nature about kindness and helping with creatures
is so relevant in today's world as well, isn't it? It certainly is. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And we will even do that. We will go around the circle when we're having our circle time. And if there's somebody that's a bit nervous, you know, we'll say, let you know, let's welcome them. Let's give them, you know, let's give them a bit, you know, we'll quite often let's send them a hug. And, you know, so we are, we, we like, I'm all about kindness, all about kindness. You know what? Kindness gets you everywhere in life. It really does. Being kind to others is the key to life. That's so true. All the children that come to the sessions, do you sort of give them each week something to go home and do, as in sort of yeah. find an, a creature or an animal in your garden and be kind to it and then report back on the story that they can tell? Yeah, so, so what we normally do is, I will always tell them what the topic for the following week is. Yeah. So it might be hedgehogs. And we'll say, okay, next week we're learning about something prickly, something with a little nose that snuffles, snuffles, snuffles. Um, what is it? And they'll say, hedgehog. And then we'll say, right, this week, watch out for hedgehogs in your garden and go home and see if you've got a little toy you can bring in. And so, yeah, they always get a little activity to take away to do for the following week. So usually when they come the following week, they know lots and lots already about a hedgehog before we even start so it's really good really yeah. good but i still get excited whenever i find anything in my garden you know i find frogs all the time my, my garden is a wildlife sanctuary um and the other day you know i'm always finding frogs and toads and i get so excited i'm like yes there's a little toad or a frog in my garden and i always do a little video and you know and and just they, there are little creatures, aren't they? You know, there are special little creatures. And unfortunately, or fortunately, that frog in my garden will feed maybe a hedgehog, will maybe feed an owl. Yeah, absolutely. It's an ongoing circle of life. You know, hopefully that toad might be in my garden till next year. <laughs> that would be nice that's like me so I walk down the road and if I see a snail in the middle of the pathway no matter how big or small it is I'm like stop everybody stop and they pick it up and I put it in the hedge side I'm like don't walk into the pathway again or the road you'll get oh, run over girl, you'll get yeah, crushed so, you're, you're a woman after my own heart completely I I, I actually feel pain when I step on a, a snail I honestly, I apologise to that little snail. Not that that's going to do much good. But I feel so bad when I've done it. Yeah. It's awful. So I think that's a little creature, a little life, you know. Absolutely. So. It's a life and it shouldn't be taken for granted. And it certainly shouldn't be, um, you know, abused or anything like that. It's so important. So tell me how you got started. Okay. Well, I've always had a passion for wildlife, just like yourself. You know, you sound like you're very similar to me. When I was a child, I used to go on a um, a frog hunt or a, a anything, you know, and I'd rescue frogs and I'd I used to have a little worm as my best friend, which sounds a bit sad. <laughs> but I used to take him for walks on a piece of cotton, which probably isn't advised. Um, but I was always kind. I was always rescuing worms when it was warm, and I'd always put them somewhere wet. And um, so I've always had a passion. I was lucky enough to grow up in Lim, which is a lovely area. I grew up in a farming community, uh, and I was always around wildlife. I grew up making dens and, you know, so I was very fortunate. Children today don't seem to do that as much of that. And through my passions, 
I'm hoping that the parents that come to me and follow me on Instagram and Facebook will follow suit, you know, and do that. So basically, I grew up on a farming community, worked on lots of farms, learned lots about farming. Then I went off and I, because I've always loved children, children are also my passion. And I went off and I did my um, NNEB and got a qualification as a nursery teacher. Went on to work in lots of different nurseries around Cheshire and just found that it wasn't quite giving me what I wanted. Um, so I went to work on Stocky Farm in um, Arley. I, I don't know if you know Yes, that. I do, yeah. Sorry, yeah. And massive concern, um, and unfortunately is now not with us. But I, was work I worked there leading the education for 10 years, and it was 10 happiest years of my life. I can tell you that. I absolutely loved it. And I learned so much. Mark Walton, who was, was the owner, um, he's still a very good friend. He taught me so much about farming, um, and I taught him about wildlife. So we were we were a really good team together. We had a good team of people. That unfortunately, um, Mark left the farm, and I, I through loyalty, I left with them, uh, and I went off to work at Riverside Organic in Northwich, uh, and they were running something called Farm Tots. Uh, and it was only a little tiny group when I got there. We only had 30 children. And over the six, seven years I was there, I, I took it up to about 100 odd children with a waiting list. Um, and at the end of that, just decided, do you know what? I could do this myself. And I wanted to go down the nature route more, to be honest. I am still interested in farming, but I wanted to go down the nature route more. And so, we had a bit of a, with all my lovely, lovely, lovely parents, we had a big head-to-head um, -head and we were like, what should we call it? What should we call it? And they were like, Tracy's Gone Wild. <laughs> and I was like, we can't call it Tracy's Gone Wild. That's kind of just sounds so wrong. So we just came up with Tots Gone Wild. Love it. Um, and I love it. I love the name of the company. And then my favourite, um, you can probably see, I don't know if anybody else can, but on my t-shirt that's our logo the fox foxes are my favorite wild animal so of course we had to use the fox um and i was lucky enough that all the parents that were at farm tops followed me to my um new new premises um so yeah and i've been doing that ever since until lockdown unfortunately um, so let's talk about that a little bit because you mentioned it at the mm. start so ha obviously that's had a huge impact on the sessions you deliver, how are you? How did you get through that, and how are you coming out of that? When when are your sessions returning? Yeah, okay. So I'm very lucky that my partner was able to support me through lockdown. Um, I've been doing once. I'd started off doing a couple of week free sessions for the children just to get the parents through more than anything. Um, and then now I do a Friday session, which is a free session. Anybody can join it on. Um, our Facebook page. I do a Facebook live at around 10 o'clock. Again, we change it sometimes. Um, we will be starting again, fingers crossed, in September. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and that will be starting again at Anderton Village Hall in Northwich. However, I am in talks with a farm in Nutsford um, to start working with them. So 
watch the space on that one. That's quite an exciting venture. That sounds really exciting. Is that so you can work outdoors, so run the sessions outdoors rather than having to have it all in, in indoor? No, I always need an indoor space. Right. Always, because obviously on rainy days, you've got little babies, you've got young children. We need somewhere warm to have our snack. And so it's always going to be an indoor and an outdoor session. Mm -hmm. So there'll always be somewhere warm. However, when I was at one of the reasons that I'm, uh, I did leave Riverside was because it was so cold in the barn that I worked in that I just thought the poor adults and children were just so cold and I was I came home hypothermic. Yeah. So we at Anderton Village Hall at the moment we've got a lovely indoor bit that's nice and warm and then we've got a big outdoor um, area that's full of wildlife. We've built a hedgehog hide. We've built yeah you know, we've made all sorts of things around there. So it's really good really good yeah so as well as this potential farm that sounds very exciting news in Nutsford is Anderton the, the the only other venue that you have that's where all the classes take place presently yes yeah. Presently. yeah 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 so you're doing three Facebook sessions around a Friday um yeah. at the moment yeah. and then you're hoping to come back to normal in September how is that looking for you in terms of the number of students you can have a number of kids that you can have and what sort of dates will you be looking at yeah. running okay well well, I've, I've done some COVID training to kind of gem myself up on it. It's been quite a long procedure. So I do, I have got a lot of input behind that. Mm -hmm. um, I will be taking smaller classes just so that we can distance better. Uh, obviously, the tables will be set out very differently um, so that we're not all, not that we've ever been squashed together. We've always got loads of room in the hall. But smaller classes and possibly running like several classes per day rather than just the one to start with. Um, obviously, sanitizing down after each session, making sure there's sanitizer available for the children, but also obviously the most important thing is washing your hands with soap and water. Um, mm -hmm. So they'll bring their own cups so that there's no cross-contamination in that way. Um, they, they, won't, they can bring their own snack if they want to, but I will be providing the snack, but obviously my hands will be washed, sanitized, mm. and wearing gloves. So we should be okay. We should be okay. Fingers crossed, every other classes seem to be starting again already. We were supposed to be all meeting this week on Thursday. We were going to meet outside at Marbury Park. But after doing my COVID training, I've decided to put that back a little while just to keep my my uh, family as I call them safe um, okay. so we're going to do that later in August okay. so yeah fingers crossed we should be started in September good stuff and how long have you been running um, Tots Gone Wild so two years nearly just nearly two years now yeah and what would you say apart from the love of animals what motivates you oh what motivates me do you know what making people happy does that sound really sad i love to see the children happy and my family happy so yeah that motivates me really making people happy yeah yeah it makes me happy when when i go into the sessions i'll tell you what does motivate me the children's little faces as they come into the sessions and the hardest thing for me is going to be not to hug them because every session they run in and they're like, Tracy! And they like, you know, we grab each other and we're hugging and I always hug the parents. 
I'm a very tactile person, so it's really hard for me. So you see the same children. So do they sign up for like a block of sessions? Yeah, so it's a termly session, yeah. Right, okay. So the sessions are um, presently the £7.50 per session, and they pay in a, a termly block. So that's usually six to seven weeks. Um, and then at the end of the seven weeks, they usually just sign up. Some of the children are, that are leaving me this year for school... Um, I've had, I've known them since they were in their mummy's tummies, <laughs> literally, you know, I've, I've got their brothers and sisters that were like, are now like eight and nine. Um, so I've known them for a long time so that you can see how long people sign up with me for. Um, That's lovely. Do you offer any sort of weekend um, sessions that you can just book onto and just come along for a, for one session? No, no, I don't. But what I do offer is holiday classes. So okay. during the holiday, uh, anyone can come along to those classes if they book in advance, obviously, because I don't want like 50 people turning up. Um, so, yeah, holiday classes, um, obviously this year, unfortunately not. But normally I will run holiday classes, uh, which is for up to about 10 years old. So I tend to run the holiday classes for slightly older children from like four to ten. Because, oh, that's good. Yeah, so, so that they get chance to do it, whereas the, you know, the younger ones – are getting to see me turn time at turn time and then in the holidays it's for the older children however their younger brothers and sisters usually do come along to the session as well fabulous so how can people find you tracy where do they go to book on the course so you can go to our facebook page that's um, just tots gone wild we have two facebook pages we have a closed group which is usually for when you've joined okay just because we're sharing pictures and I don't want that open to the public. Mm -hmm. So that's our closed group. There's another group, which is an open group to the public. And that's just, again, Tots Gone Wild. You'll see that with a little emblem, the fox emblem. So that's where you can join us. And also on Instagram. But I've only just joined Instagram about three weeks ago. But I've got that many followers already. I, I, it's really taken off on Instagram. And I'm using Instagram more now. Um, so... You can find us at Tots Gone Wild UK. Perfect. Well, and we'll put all the links to your Facebook, your Instagram on the show notes. Lovely. Have you got anything else that you really want to get across before we finish this podcast? Yeah, I mean, it just even if people don't want to join the classes um, and, you know, and don't want to subscribe, keep watching us on our, on our Instagram and our Facebook because you can learn so much about nature. There's so many places that you can learn about nature, but I think I offer it in a very, much a layman's terms, is that the word to use? A very simple way that parents and their children can understand. Um, so watch the videos and enjoy the videos, even if you didn't want to join, and just watch out for nature. Go out in your gardens, search in your gardens, look under rocks, look in the bushes, see what you've got right there on your doorstep, go out for walks, take a magnifying glass, you know, take a little bucket, catch some little creatures, always put them back of course, but really go out and open your eyes. Myself, this week, I found the most interesting little beetle in my garden, it wasn't this week, it was a couple of weeks ago actually, called the wasp beetle, I've never seen it before, it just looks like a wasp. And I found it on my little log pile. Even 
myself that's been looking at nature for so long can still find new things go on your book hunts go on your walks look under logs find little creatures and open your eyes to yeah. nature that's what and in, a, in the world that we're in at the moment there is nothing better than taking the kids out in nature. You don't need to go shopping. You don't need to sort of be out and, you know, and having to sort of stimulate them all the time. Just go for a walk. Get out in the rain. Get your wellies off. Go get your wellies on. Go splashing in puddles. You know, walk in some wet grass with no shoes on. You know, just really kind of be careful there's no glass. Do a, do a, a, a look around first, grown-ups. Let your children walk barefoot on the sand, in the grass, on stones if needs be, to show them the difference in the And really earth. connect with nature. I yeah. love it. So what would be your end goal? Would you like to see these kind of sessions introduced into um, the current education systems? Yes, I absolutely would. I do actually go and give talks in schools. Uh, to quite a few of the Nutsford schools I've been into and I've talked to them about, about hedgehogs. I do that free of charge because I have a real passion that that is what I want to get out there. So if there's any schools out there that want me to come and do a talk for them, I will happily do a short talk for them to the, to the younger children, to the older children. Uh, Long-term plans for me, I would like to get some funding so that I can offer this to underprivileged children. Um, because of the cost of the classes, I tend to get very, you know, unfortunately, you know, children that parents can afford this kind of a class. And my long-term goal is to get this into your Manchester, Liverpool, you know, underprivileged children. Mm -hmm. That's my long-term plan because they're the children that really miss yeah, out. Yeah, that need it most and have that connection with nature for sure. Yes. Yeah. Well, the need to be offered that connection with yeah yeah absolutely oh, it's been fabulous talking to you and i love everything about what you do what you offer the passion behind it is is so obvious um and like i say i might steal a child and, and come along to one of the sessions i'd love to do that you don't have to steal a child just come along and join us for a session have a cup of coffee with us and again if anybody wants to have a, a have a free trial in September my classes are quite full at the moment but if they want to have a free trial get in touch with me they can come along join in a session see if they like it if they like it sign up for the term if it's not for them then they've lost something thank you so much Tracy it's been so good talking to you thanks Victoria thank you goodbye bye everybody bye Thank you for listening to this episode and don't forget to hit subscribe and visit our website www.yourcheshire.com.